Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Mindful Marriage Podcast, a Hope Fellowship podcast all about helping you survive and thrive in your marriage in ways only God could imagine. I'm your host, Seth Muse, and with me is Hope Fellowship's lead care and support pastor, Brock Yonke, and licensed professional counselor, Tara Wiedemeyer. Hey, guys. Hey, Seth. Hello. <laughs> Episode seven. All right. So we've we've covered a ton of really great marriage insights and content, like kind of like drinking from a uh, fire hydrant, as they say. Uh, today, we want to give you some some more resources. We know that one of the things about marriage is you never really stop working on it. And we need resources for that. We need books, podcasts, et cetera. And you guys have a ton of stuff that we're going to go walk through. And we'll put all these links in our show notes. So you'll be able to get those at the Fancy. end. Yeah. And so you'll be able to link out to those. But what are some of those resources that can really help couples if they want to go through it together or whatever? Brock, what do you what do you got? Well, you know, I want to back up what you're saying, that I think it's so important that we don't ever think that marriage is like we've done something, we read a book, we went to a seminar, we did something and check, we're done. It's really a lifelong process of continuing to work on your marriage. So here people, again, we talked about working on your marriage before, but really working on your marriage has a lot to do with continually being a learner. And that's one aspect of it. And so if we're not continually learning and growing, because again, we were not given a manual how to do this thing, we have to kind of continue continually teach ourselves what this looks like. And so, so we just have to have resources and keep working. Um, I just want to start off pretty simply, you know, if you're at Hope Fellowship or any church, a lot of churches are now doing re-engage and regeneration or kind of celebrate recovery programs. And really, that's just such a phenomenal place to get started because the, the thing that's interesting about, is particularly working on your marriage with re-engage, is you are really involving yourself in community. And sometimes just hearing the stories of other people is just such a game changer. I remember the first time that I went through Reengage. There was one guy in my group in particular. Uh, his name's Eric Dunn. He goes to Hope Fellowship. He lives in West Frisco. But oh, I'm sorry. I should, probably shouldn't give that much biographical. Oh I did it on purpose because Eric's fantastic. But Eric would say things, <laughs> and I'd be like, "Eric, what are you thinking?" And so it was like, like I was learning by his mistakes. So it was fantastic. So thank you, Eric, for helping my marriage by your. We were, we were both terrified as he started saying that. I know. That. We were I was like, like uh, shut your mouth. Uh, can you do that? <laughs> yeah. Can you say his full name? His, and I'll give his cell phone you number. You want to give his number out yes, and his address? So, but anyway, he doesn't care. <laughs> Here's and, his email address. Yeah, it's he's a, a good uh, friend of mine. And so, but it's just like, it's just amazing, you know, just as you hear other people, you're kind of working on that cognitive, that mental side of marriage. It's just so helpful. And regeneration is really just such a, a neat program because, as we've talked about many times, you're kind of, you can't change another human being, you can only change yourself. And really, a lot of times we have to go on this journey of making sure that we're as healthy as we can be. Mm-hmm. And that's really the, to me, if there's two things that I'm going to come down to when it really comes to having a great marriage, it's like working on you and being as healthy as you can be and continuing to make sure that your heart is in the right place, but work on your relationship with God. And if you're doing those things, you're really, that's a lot of the battle. And then there's the other things you can pick up along the way. But I think those are both healthy, great church activities you can have right there in your backyard. So. Tara, I, I turn to you now, the therapist. Well, um, so when we were making this list, I'd like to say this before we get into my part, is it was, um, there are so many good resources out there, and there's also some pretty crummy ones, um, but we tried to put some really meaty, um, good resources on this list for you guys, but it is by no means everything that is out there, and so, you know, that we're not covering everything. These are just some things that have been helpful to us or colleagues. Um, and so I just, yeah, like if you have your own favorite author or, you know, you have a friend recommend something like take note of that. But like, this is just, we try to kind of be very, um, 
broad in the in the um, on the topic of marriage with these. So when you look at them, some may be you know more geared towards like healing after infidelity. Some might just be more like basic um, foundational. Uh, resources for just like marriage in general so are you yeah. sure though we are covering like 18 of these so it kind of feels like we're covering them all well no there's other stuff out <laughs> there's there. so, yeah there's the best of it from no, our brains no, is the we best got, of we've got a good list going yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited about this let's let's do, let's get into that list what what do we have that uh, people can get so as far as online and just social media goes um there's some really good ted talks out there um i love ted talks because you get a lot of information but it's not too long and it makes you really think and sometimes it helps people go a little further beyond that to like dig more into the topic but they try to hit on like the really big points um so you can get the most important stuff right off the top so um there's one it is not faith-based that um i think is really good and it's good to just listen to and it's very it's very convicting and just kind of steps on your toes um no matter where you're at in marriage. Um, And it's called Rethinking Infidelity, a talk for anyone who has ever loved. And the the, um, speaker is Esther Perel. And she's a big time marriage guru. She's written a lot of books and she works with tons of couples um, and does, you know, seminars and retreats. And And doesn't she also sponsor a hand sanitizer? No, that's her cousin. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm sorry. Part of the so, Purell dynasty. Yes, yes exactly. Yes. Um, <laughs> the Purell dynasty. So she's she's really great, um, but her stuff doesn't fall under you know she doesn't use scripture in her stuff usually, but that doesn't make what she's saying any less valuable because it's right on the money and it's very logical, practical stuff. Yeah. Um, very healthy. Um, another one. Brock and I both like is um, Gottman.com, and that's the Gottman Institute. We talk about Gottman a lot. G-O-T-T-M-A-N. correct. And um, there are tons of resources online on their website for couples, Um, and then there's resources you can buy from their website also. Like they have like these, like a card deck um, that are like, you know, challenges to the couple to, you know, pick a card and like try that or... um, or to like ask questions and just kind of like do some icebreakers. So, you know, especially if y'all, it's awkward and y'all are working through stuff or you don't know where to talk or you're yeah. like, we've run out of things to talk about after all this time. I like, I like having stuff like that at dinner. Yeah. You know, like they're good conversation, conversation starters. Yeah, they, they're, yeah. they're really good at that. And they also do yeah. uh, a weekly email yeah, that you can, you can receive. Sign up. You can sign up for that and kind of get cool. little marriage pointers and articles. Yeah. You know, one of the things that uh, I don't know if you guys are on Twitter or not, but there's a, a therapist friend of mine. His name's Scott Gornto. And actually, actually, Scott is a sex therapist, which is I always make fun of him for. But anyway, he he tweets a lot, and so yeah. if you want to follow someone on Twitter, he does some good stuff on there that's very helpful. Um, also, there's another uh, therapist, a friend of mine, Dr. Corey Allen, does a podcast called Sexy Marriage Radio. It's a podcast, and it's a lot about um, sexuality. And so it's going to be there's some points. He doesn't like pulling punches. It's like he's going to be kind of. Not weird graphic, but just kind of just here's very clinical kind of talking yeah, about he sexuality. He just talks about it like very raw, head on. Yeah, just yeah. yeah. And then the other thing that uh, that is interesting is the podcast that Tara and I both really think it's just you've got to have in your subscription is uh, the Mindful Marriage podcast. I don't know why that one seems to really <laughs> yeah, stand it's a out. Real to winner. Shameless plug. That's the winner right there. So, uh, and then you know we want to talk about too. Again, this is just kind of a process, and, and like some people, I talk to people all the time. This oh, I'm just not a reader. 
And I just like, okay, well, now technology, you don't have to be a reader. You can be read too. So you yeah. can be in your car exercising, get some books, audio books read to you. And so whatever case, but we've got some, some books too that we wanted to mention that are faith-based books that really kind of have a biblical Christian perspective. Again, we're very much endorsing the, the truth that's being said in those other books too, but these are just very much Christian books. And so Tara, are you up or am I up? I'll go. Okay. Um, I'm going to read through them and then we can kind of dissect if, okay. we, if we feel like it. There we go. So um, Boundaries in Marriage by Drs. Townsend and Cloud. What Did You Expect by Paul David Tripp, Five Days to a New Marriage by Terry Hargrave, Sacred Marriage by Gary Thomas, and The Meaning of Marriage by Tim Keller. Yeah, those are all great. I mean, I've read them all. Are there any that you want to like really dive into to give somebody a little taste? Well, I I mean, all of them are going to be very much, they're going to, like you take Gottman, who is going to be this researcher, and the conclusions he comes about marriage. And these people are going to get to the very similar conclusions, but they're going to just do it through a biblical uh, perspective, and you're mm-hmm. going to kind of land at the same spot. And that's why I like Gottman so much, because it lands at a very biblical spot, but these are just going to have scriptural truth behind them. So if you're looking for that piece of it, these are just all great books. They're going to really challenge you. They're all similar in the sense that they're pushing you toward the same kind of philosophy of, of marriage that we're kind of talking yeah. about. So they're just all all really wonderful books. I, I recommend them are those, all. So. Are those on Audible, like audiobooks as well? Yes. You can go scri- yep. Scribd or Audible mm-hmm. and even Amazon. I'm not sure if Five Days to a New Marriage by Dr. Terry Hargrave is, but because I think I just read that in a paperback, but I know the rest of them, I've, I listened to the rest of them on Audible before. And sometimes okay, if cool. they're not available one week, they are the next week. It's, they kind of like, Go on and off, depending on, mm. like, Scrib does that a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's like the shelves at Walmart. Yes. You never know what's really going to be there or not. Correct. So, and That's then, not an analogy I would have used, but we'll go with it. <laughs> That's personal, and I feel very strongly about it, Brock. Thank you all very right, much. Thank you. All right. Brock, it lands us all in the same spot. No matter how we get there, we landed on the same I just thank you I just hate going in there, and it's like, there's not, I'm like, I'm here for this one thing, and it's not there this week. It just, I, it makes me angry. I'm a Target snob, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> so, some of the books that... um. We have on our list for um, the non-faith realm, but again, very good, very, um, they pack a punch and are filled with truth. And like a lot of these, even the ones that we just talked about are, some of them have the psychology wrapped in there um, of like why men and women think the way they think or marriage, you know, like how it is like living with another person for, you know, lifelong and um, why people cheat or, you know, kind of helping helping people understand that kind of stuff. And so I love that. But some of these are going to do that a little bit more, be more clinical sounding. Um, so just a heads up, some of them read more like a story. Some of them read more like not a textbook, but more definitely yeah. towards that. Yeah. Um, so the books that we have for this are The Seven Principles of Making Marriage Work by Dr. John Gottman, Recovering from an Affair, by Lee Bakken, Sexual Intelligence, by Marty Klein, Mating in Captivity, by Esther Perel, Tell Me What You Want, by Justin Lee Miller, and All or Nothing Marriage, by Eli Finkel. That's the one, yep. So some of the, like, Dr. Gottman has, this is kind of his top seller book but if you go on like Scribd or Audible Water he's got tons of books I've listened to the majority of them they're all good some of them are a little bit more if you start listening to it he gets into a lot of questions and so there's a lot of PDFs that you can download so things that you can exercise you can do at home to kind of improve your marriage Um, and then a lot of these two 
I, I, I haven't read some of these, but Tara's read some of them. And then we have a friend, uh, Todd, who's an LPC that, is, and we, he's the, he's the major reader, uh, around us. And so he's recommended some of these books and the all or nothing marriage by Eli Finkel is really interesting because it kind of looks at the history of marriage in the United States and why, how we've landed to where we've landed today and kind of looking at the interesting the beauty that we've taken from the past the mm-hmm. things we've kind of let go kind of the overburden maybe we placed on marriage or under and it's just really interesting kind of even talking about the 50s and we kind of landed in the 50s for a little while yeah and we see did. like that is the ideal marriage and he talks about how that was such a blip on the radar but yet we've kind of landed that's how marriage should work and then you, it's just a really interesting book um and makes again, you think makes you think and these are people that are, aren't necessarily coming from a faith-based perspective. So there might be a few things in there you have to go, okay, that may not fit necessarily with my faith. But again, the overall message is really fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, what, what other resources do we have? Well, lastly on our list, um, as we've talked about lots of times before, um, we really endorse people going to counseling. And so just individual and or marriage therapy is oftentimes, I think, vital during um, some season of your marriage, if not multiple. I think it has to be done. I really do think if couples aren't going to get some counseling or individuals aren't going to get some counseling periodically, then we can really start because it's like we can deceive ourselves in our brain about Mm -hmm. how we're doing things. We need another person that can kind of help us navigate that. So I think it's something that has to be done. So so I tell couples all the time, hey, every year in your anniversary, you don't ask, should we do something for our marriage this year? You ask, what are we going to do? And I think every couple of years, it'd be really great to say, hey, we're going to do a few sessions of counseling just to make sure we're on our own. And the other thing, Tara, uh, people always ask me, like, do I just need to go? Do we need to go as a couple? I'm like, contact the therapist, tell them what's going on, let them figure that out for you. Is that Mm -hmm. decent advice? Yeah, that's, and I mean, and no matter where you start, like, you can always go the other direction too, if that's needed, you know? Mm -hmm. And sometimes you start, like, together, and then the therapist might recommend that you each get your own individual therapist, or vice versa. And so, um, you know, just, I think just, Deciding to start and actually starting is the most important part of that, and then figure out like who it needs to be and how often and that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's awesome. And we provide a list on our website. Yeah, so if you if want to go to hopefellowship.net and scroll to the bottom of the page, you'll see quick links at the bottom, mm-hmm. and it's a counselor list on there. And so these are people that I know, uh, that I've met with, that I trust, that are doing professional Christian therapy. And uh, so those are, that'd be a great place to go if you're looking for someone, if you're in yeah. the DFW kind of area. If not, you know, it might be a good idea to, uh, I don't know, what would be, a, if you don't live in the DFW area, well, how could you find someone that you could particularly trust that someone doesn't have a list provided for you? I mean, if you've had a friend go through something similar, maybe even, I think word of mouth is always um, a good thing. Um, if you have insurance that you want to use, you can always contact your insurance company and um, ask them to send you a list of in-network providers, or you can go online and look that up as well. Um, and then, like, just there's a there's a website called Psychology Today. I actually use it a lot sometimes. Um, if somebody asks me for a referral in, a like, a, an area that I'm not familiar with or I don't have some colleague in, and so you can go on there and type in the different parameters you're looking for, like if you want a male or female therapist, like what issues you want to work on, do you want to use insurance, and which one is it, and where do you, what city you know do you want them to be located, and that kind of thing. And so it doesn't pull up everybody because it's only people who choose to advertise with Psychology Today, but a lot of therapists do do that, and so you're going to get 
you know, there's a big pool to choose from for sure. Now, if you're looking there. for like a faith-based counselor, is there? You can put that in there. You can put as that well. in there. Okay, mm-hmm. that'll come up. That's pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, these are great resources. I got one quick question as we wrap up. Um, if someone's looking into you know resources and stuff that we haven't mentioned here that maybe isn't coming from a faith-based position, like what are some of those? Just one or two quick like flags that you might see something in there that this may not be helpful or great. Well, for me, I think it would for be, us, if, if you're faith. really concerned about that faith-based perspective, I would start maybe with the faith-based books mm-hmm. and get a really gr- good grasp and understanding mm-hmm. of kind of this marital kind of guideline. That's good. And then when you read these books, you can kind of then filter, okay, that's not necessarily following, right. but there are some things that are influenced. There might be some little nuanced things to think about a little differently. I mean, for me, it's like I started with the faith-based books, and then I found Gottman later. And like, I mean, one of the biggest things for me is he was talking about the five-to-one ratio, which we've talked about before. It's like, oh my gosh, that is so faith perspective. That's great. And so, but like, it just helped me. It was a new way of framing the things I'd read that I didn't have practical advice to. And so mm-hmm. that's, that's what I would do. Tara, does that sound Yeah, decent? no, I think that's good. And yeah. I think too, like, just, you know, um, trust your gut. And so if you're reading something... Um, even at the faith-based stuff, like if you're ever yeah. reading anything or listening to something and it doesn't sit well with you or there's a toe on your spirit or, you know, it, you just can't really like get on board with that, like pay attention to that and kind of go from there. But I mean, if you're if you're not sure and sometimes when we're not in a good place, like we might hear something that we want to reject anyway just because it's, it's convicting or we don't want to go there yeah. or whatever. And so that's where I'd say talk to a pastor. That's where, yeah, I think it's good to bring other people in um, to seek their wisdom because we're not always looking at things objectively when we're hurting. Yeah. And another thing too, is some of the faith-based books out there are garbage. Yeah. And there's some really bad ones that are condemning Mm -hmm. that are like, you know, they're shame-based, shame-based. And so, yeah, so, so not all of them are going to be just because it's faith-based doesn't mean like, oh, instantly it's going to be fantastic. So you still have to, I say run. Yes. And so you still have to kind of use all those parameters of using your brain, using your gut, talking to other people, Mm -hmm. basing it off of some things. If you agree with our philosophy, kind of like, hey, does it match with that philosophy? Yeah. And I think it reminds me of that story of like, how do, how do government counterfeit agents like that identify counterfeit money operate? They don't study all the counterfeiting trends. They study the original actual dollar and get to know that so well. Yeah. That is a weird, but awesome analogy. So they can recognize. I was getting ready to use that analogy and he stole it from me. Really? I like that. I've never thought that. But but it's, it's kind of like when we study scripture, when we're plugged into a community, when we're, we're, we're noticing like who has great marriages that are like real great marriage, not just fake great marriages, but not Instagram marriages, but like real ones. And, you know, it's like we can see the the real thing and mm-hmm. we get to know the real thing really well. Well, I think our hearts, if our hearts are in alignment with the Lord's, like, and oftentimes like even people who aren't, wouldn't consider the, themselves believers, I've seen this, but like our he- our hearts recognize truth and they gravitate towards yeah. truth. And so if... You know, again, if it just there's something that feels off or, you know, really condemning or shaming, like there's probably a reason for that. Yeah, explore that. Awesome. Well, this has been incredible. I think there's a lot of great resources here. And in fact, we'll link to all of these in our show notes so that you don't have to try to write all this down real quick. So you can just go to our our website and look up Mindful Marriage under our podcast section and you'll be able to find the show notes for all this stuff. All right. Well, guys, thanks for listening so much to the Mindful Marriage podcast. We'd love it if you would subscribe or leave us a review in iTunes. And uh, next time on the show, we're going to talk about some of this uh, divorce infidelity stuff that's going to be really sensitive and awkward and uncomfortable. So it's going to be really, really fun. Can't wait to do that. So we'll see you guys then. Thanks for listening.